Uh, fourth row. Fourth row, motherfuckers. It's actually, sir, it's Gareth. It's Gareth. For the love of fucking God, it's Gareth, sir. Oh, my God. And a kitten spoke. The fuck was Hi. that? Hi. Huh? What? Hi, guys. Thank you very much for coming out. Twice sometimes. Thank you for what? You're, no, you're... thank you for being here. All right, well, let's, 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 not, let's not do that, obviously. Uh, that's not okay. Um. Hi. Hi. Should we just bring out our guests so you guys can talk about what you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, you guys. This kid. Oh, my God. We found him... Uh, we found him not at an open mic, but in a gutter outside of an open mic. He, he was living in Australia. We saw a YouTube clip, and we sort of did what Journey did with the Malaysian singer. We right. were like, you join this. Yeah. Because the future's a bright. Uh, and, uh, and he's coming along. He's coming along. He's not fully formed okay. as a comedian yet. All right. I think we definitely hit the high part of it, so we can... He's, uh... I'd say he's about a third of what Why don't we bring be. him out? Why don't we bring him out? Why don't we just bring him out? Ladies and gentlemen, Will Anderson! There he is. There he is. Uh, 1994! Wait! Yeah, okay. gotta do the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I, I did this out yeah, of order. You're just, you're out of line. Again, out oh, of line. Oh, fuck. Guys, uh, we, I don't know if you know, but we do a lot of retakes, and these are highly edited. Yeah, we, uh, uh, you guys hear the podcast. We, have, we, we like it perfect. Yeah. Um, Each one is like nine hours, and then we cut it down. You it guys have whole... legal pot. Um, so, uh, and by the way, <laughs> premature dolloping is a problem that happens to a lot of men. It's if not unusual. Suffer, Sometimes, if, if you just occasionally yell at a date, you suffer from PD. <laughs> uh, you're listening to the dollop. This is a this is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I, Dave Anthony. Read a story from American history to my friend, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Will Anderson edition. 1994. Didn't see that coming. Oregon rancher Dwight Hammond Sorry, said... Sorry, Oregon rancher? Rancher. Okay. What just happened, guys? Uh, people are already... <laughs> That's not good. They know exactly where this is going. <laughs> Oregon rancher Dwight Hammond said he was willing to die to save his ranch and threatened to kill U.S. fish and game officials who got in his way. U.S. fish and game officials? You, and uh, wildlife officials, sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Uh, 
Yeah. How many fish? Not like you... NBA referees. No. Traveling. They're next, though. Yeah. You had a question? Good, because it's just the first sentence. <laughs> I mean, I do, but yeah. I don't want to bog down your story. Yeah. But how many fish were on the ranch? Was it a big fishy it was ranch? A, it was a, like, it's a, it's how many a, fish do you normally have on your it's ranch? A tra- it's a tra- well, I'm going to go slap the fish. Well, how good? How good Chewy! is the? How good is this? They're jumping out of the river. There you go. They love this slop. They love this slop. Little fishes. Land fishes. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, the first page isn't going to be funny. (laughs) It had all started over a fence. U.S. Fish and Wildlife was building a fence that would block Hammond's cattle from foraging for food and water. They said, gra- uh, they said a grazing permit had been revoked, and Dwight said he still had water rights. The manager of the Malheur <laughs> Wildlife right. Refuge said Hammond threatened to kill him. Hammond disagreed. Quote, <laughs> quote, I said that I was willing to die. Maybe they're willing to die. I don't know. Not a great defense. It's not the best defense I've ever heard. I mean, I was shouting about death, yes. Not in the way this liar conveyed. (laughs) The government said Dwight also made threats to kill BLM employees in 1986, 1988, 1991, 1994. What's amazing is the years off when he was like, I gotta chill the fuck out. Right? You know what? I got that itch again. There's not even I'll a re- kill you, motherfuckers. Sorry, sorry. I'll see you in '93. Sorry, I'm gonna go away for three years and think about this. <laughs> Can you just run us through the dates again? Because there's not even a real pattern. No, no. <laughs> it's just a rage right. scale. 1986. Okay. Oh, I see a pattern. Right. Oh. 1986, 1988, 1991, 1994. So he went 2-2-3-3-3. Oh, there is a pattern. Interesting. Ah. Interesting. Remember that. Yeah. When some bad shit happens in 99, the mathematicians are going to fucking lose their shit. This is what we had on the... We think he's going to lose his shit on January 21st. (laughs) Look. What's going on with the Hammond clock? Look! Three years later, the case was dismissed. Okay. Uh-huh. It's just what they do. But many ranchers across the West see BLM regulations as an attack on their freedom. Wait, In- what are, what, what's BLM? Bureau of Land and Management. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, right? Listen, no, I just he's some- from fucking Wisconsin. Yeah. People, people, anybody, uh, like, on the other side of the Rockies has no fucking idea what this is. Yeah. No idea. Get out of your Mount Rainier ivory tower. <laughs> In 2001, hunters saw Dwight and his son Steve illegally slaughtering... His son Seed? Steve. Okay, better. Illegally... <laughs> I named him after my ejaculate. What do you want to call him? Either jizz or seed. Right. What direction do we want to steer him in? I like gravy. (laughs) You know it's a family name and important to me. All right, seed gravy. (laughs) 
Hey, load, get out and meet your new brother. Stop calling me that. <laughs> Grandpa, come, get over here. <laughs> Uncle Orgasm, you sit there too. This is serious. Jizzy, where's your sister? Jizzy! <laughs> Wet G-spot, your dad wants to talk to you. Hey, come sock! <laughs> now, at this time of the year when we gather, let's remember vasectomy. Uh, oh, gone but man. not forgotten. Gone, not gone forgotten. but not forgotten. Not forgotten. Miss that boy. Gone but not forgotten. Born with Jay, that. Oh, the twins, where have you two been? <laughs> so, <laughs> Steve. Yes, Steve. <laughs> In 2001, hunters saw Dwight and his son Steve illegally slaughtering a herd of deer. Jesus. Steve's nephew, Dusty. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that was vasectomy's kid. Yeah, yeah. That's a Hall of Famer. Come here. <laughs> you just did a Hall of Famer. Uh, Steve's ne- nephew, Dusty, said his uncle came over and gave him matches and said, start lighting matches. Quote, light the whole countryside on fire. Whoa, whoa. Why? Because the, well, they want, the deer Because they knew that they had been seen by the hunters, so they wanted to set a fire to cover up the fact that they were slaughtering <laughs> deer. Start a fire. People have to deal with the fire. They can get rid of the deer. It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's good. It's always good uh, to do that. It's called thinking. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Dusty did start the fire, and then he almost died in it, barely escaping. The fire destroyed... Ashy didn't make it. <laughs> the soon? fire destroyed the evidence of the deer kill, but the Hammond said they lit it to stop invasive plants from growing, right? Yeah. So they're lying. Right. In 2006, they started other fires to protect their land from a larger wildfire. So they're doing backburns, right? So there's a huge oh, okay. fire. They're doing backburns so that the fire won't get through. I right. mean, for a second, Fight that seems so weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were literally like, that's a no, fire. I, Let's start another fire. The, the first guy who pitched that, they were yeah. like, Carl, take two weeks. Right. Uh, just relax for a little while. We I gotta think we fight, light fires. We got to fight fire with fire. That's a crazy statement. <laughs> that's never going to catch on. <laughs> The one sensible guy in the office is like, it's water. It's yeah. definitely water. Why does he keep saying this? Shut up, this? Teddy! <laughs> Stupid. The fires almost trapped four BLM firefighters. Uh, the two were arrested and tried. At the trial, Steve Hammond said the situation could get sticky if the whole thing didn't go away. That's a terrible thing to say at a trial. You know, this might get a little weird for everybody in here if I don't just walk on out. My son's seed is going to make things sticky for y'all. In court, Steve said to a BLM manager, if I go down, I'm taking you with me. You lighted those fires, not me. Whoa, okay. So he's fighting fire with fire and lies about fire. I think he's fighting fire with stupid. Yeah, yeah, okay, interesting. That's fun. The Hammonds were convicted. <laughs> no, Weird. he's just not telling the truth, so technically liar, liar, pants on fire, which is... 
I mean, this is deep level fire shit. <laughs> All right, so they get convicted. Dwight oh. gets three uh, months. Steve gets 12. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Dwight got three months. Steve got 12 months. Okay. The sentence, uh, the, the judge ignored the minimum sentence that they were supposed to give for the crime, which was five years. So the Hammonds served their time. What, what is the... Okay, go ahead. There's a minimum sentence for starting that Yeah, kind of I understand fire. that, but I, that's always so weird when they're like, yeah, but that yeah. doesn't matter. It's two weeks. You're like, well, what is the idea of a minimum sentence? I, mean, right. I know, right? Anyway, time served. I would give you the, the minimum, but the way you threatened that guy in court was so cute. Yeah. Uh, so they served their time. And then the government appealed the sentences. And an appeals court agreed, and they were told to come back and serve the full minimum sentence of five years. They left, and then So came they back? went to jail. They did their time. They got yeah. out. The government's like, I don't think so. And then they appealed, and now they have to go back to jail. That's always fun. I mean, I feel in some ways the government just went, hey, remember minimum sentences? Yeah. <laughs> what was with the judge? Like what it should have been in the first place. No, the judge was on heroin. Right. Two months. <laughs> I sentence you to strawberries. <laughs> Court is a gavel. <laughs> so this was in October of 2015. They were ordered to return to prison January 4th, 2016. <laughs> this is crazy. Many flare-ups had occurred between the BLM and Western ranchers. The biggest happened in April 2014 between the government and Cliven Bundy. Ah. <laughs> a hero. All right. Uh, An absolute hero. The first dollop. Yes, this was covered in the first first episode of the dollop. He's a clive. That ended with a tense arm standoff and the government backing away because uh, crazy people. (laughs) Many in the movement, though, saw it as a pivotal moment. The free land movement was emboldened. That included one Ammon Bundy, who was one of uh, Cliven's 15 children. During the standoff... Sorry, hang on, wait. Fifteen children. What? N- not related to Dustin. Have you heard of Mormons? <laughs> <laughs> when they're down in the desert, they just get fucking. Like, they just keep on fucking. Oh, uh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They're, they're... Are they not allowed to use stuff that make, stops making... It's like, no, it's like a hardcore Catholic thing where you're like, why do you yeah. have 18 brothers? You're like, it's what God said. Hey, God said don't pull out. He hates that technique. Do it properly through a hole in a sheet like a normal man. (laughs) In your magical pajamas. I mean, a wet dream is when God jerks you off. (laughs) It's God's way of saying it's time to detense the balls. Now, during the, <laughs> during the Nevada standoff, Ammon experienced what he called a turning point in his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, always okay. a good And that thing was basically hear. when he saw his, uh, his aunt uh, getting, uh, I think, maced, and then he attacked the cops and kicked a dog and got tasered twice and uh, fell down, and then he was like, I'm, it's a turning point. Hang on, is that a real thing, or yeah, yeah. is that just an episode of Cops you watch? <laughs> I think oh. that's every episode of Cops. <laughs> it was an episode of Cops, because he had his shirt on. Uh, it wasn't. In November 2015, Clement Bundy told Ammon about the situation with the Hammonds. Quote, I'm afraid what's happening to the Hammonds 
is the same thing that's happened to us. Wait, is it this kid's name's Ammond? Ammon. A-M-M-O-N. Hammonds and, and the Ammon. Ammon. Ammon and the Hammonds. Yeah. It's not is great. Is this a Dr. Seuss dollop? Is this a drollop? <laughs> the Ammons and the Hammonds. Ammon responded, quote, I had this overwhelming feeling that it was my duty to get involved to protect this family. Uh. Uh. So, Ammon went to Oregon and met Steve. He also met with Harney County Sheriff David Ward to talk him into intervening. Sorry, David Ward? Ward. Uh, a ward? Better. Ward. Okay, sorry. Warden? Ward. W-A-R-D. Thank ward. you. The Bundys are part of the constitutional sheriff movement that believes the local sheriff is the highest authority in the country, and he should... Oh, there's nothing, nothing, nothing weird about that. That's how we set it up. I don't know if you know, but we've got Sheriff Trump coming. Sorry, Sheriff-elect Trump. I mean... And you know what? <laughs> Hit him. Go ahead. It's fine. It's at moments like this that I realize you guys are born here, so it's not your fault, but I fucking choose to live here. No, no, that's, that's Why your fault. Why have I jumped on board this? Because oh, no. you're from a nation of criminals. You're like, home! And just one more thing before I go on, and I don't mean this to be offensive, is is <laughs> is, is Cliven a, a name? It's a lifestyle. Is that a name? That... This is actually uh, very interesting. You got to I... get Cliven or get died. Yeah, yeah, I... yeah. Cliven the dream, baby. <laughs> Cliven on a prayer. <laughs> oh, halfway there. He's karaoke. Oh. Oh, here he goes. What are you guys doing? <laughs> so this is interesting. So yes, it is. And I once was doing a project, and so I was researching uh, Mormons, and um, then they're 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 super Normal. into like crazy weird names, like the first names. They're super into like off sort of off offbeat names. Sure. Yeah. I actually found web pages of, of of Mormons discussing it. It was very interesting. Um, like Fuckface Charlie is one of the names. By the way, that is the best chat room to jump in and just be like, oh. I'm naked, what's up? And they're like, okay, sir, no, no, no. Come on. Let me come over and mess around with your sandwiches. Sir, don't. I'm crazy. What kind of dog do you have, boy or girl? Sir, come on, I'm asking for a buddy who I'm bringing. Come on. You like Mike's Hard Lemonade? Come on. Party! Be weird. Come on! Uh, Let me lick those golden plates. Come on! So, the constitutional sheriff movement says that the sheriff is the highest authority and he should defy all federal laws. But who... The, now, where does that come from? Just total they illogical... Just made, they just fucking made it up and there's a okay. bunch of sheriffs that belong to it okay. and they're like... Right. Yeah, right. it's great. It's, a, it's quite a loophole. <laughs> but in this town, the sheriff was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be a regular sheriff. <laughs> so he told Amon... Is it Amon or Amon? <laughs> there's no way Amon. it's Amon. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I live in Texas fighting for cows. It's Omo. Omo. Ammon. Ammon. So Ammon, uh, 
he met, he went, he then went and met with some like-minded groups like the Coalition of Western States, the Pacific Patriots Network, and the Oregon Constitutional Guard. Right. Any OCG out here? What's up, bro? Yeah. Uh, they, they drafted... <laughs> you down with OCG? Yeah, yeah you, you know, know me! me. <laughs> so they drafted a redress of grievances and sent a letter to local and state officials on December 11th demanding the officials fight the federal government and help the Hammonds. Quote, We the people, united individuals of these states united... Uh... Oh, God. Do you not the prove writer this? in me is like, Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, come on. Come on, man. Co... <laughs> United individuals. Steady on with you, United, mate. Just fucking <laughs> cut it out. One Unitedly other. declares that we are united. <laughs> I flew united. Yeah, that's right. United individuals of these states united. Coalition of Western states. They call themselves the cows. <laughs> Go cows. They might have just swung me. I'm a sucker for an acronym that works. <laughs> Pacific Patriot Network, Bundy Family and Supporters, Oregon Oath Keepers, Idaho 3%, Central Oregon Constitutional Guard, etc., on and on, right? There's tons of them. They're all going to kill you. Uh, Thanks for coming. And then they went on. Uh, so that's the lineup of the worst Lilith Fair ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went on. We have principled evidence that Dwight and Steve Hammond committed no crime in the act of performing the burn and backfire that the U.S. government does not have authority to enforce territorial law under Article 4, blah, blah, blah. Yep. If we, if I we like do how not... balanced this town hall meeting of the dollar piece. <laughs> When do we get to pothole? <laughs> I've waited my time. What is this? Oh, no. And they went on. If we do not receive your response within five days, we will have no choice but to understand Wait. that you do not wish to do your duty. Therefore, govern yourself accordingly. Wait, that's... that's that, Hang on, what? That's not okay, Run though, me right? through that like, again? No, everyone who got this is like, what the fuck yeah. is... I mean, but, like, literally, if someone puts, like, a five-day deadline on something, like, wait, that's right. bullshit. we got to get in touch with him. I, we have to respond within five days. He's crazy. Wait, he set this on a Thursday? Yeah. I, what Is are it we five gonna... business days? All right. First of all, we are not going to respond in five days, asshole, even though this is to tell you that you should be waiting longer. We are responding. Oh, my God. He is... This is airtight. Eamon then moved to Burns, Oregon, leaving his wife and six children. Well, I got shit to do in Weird Town. His brother Ryan joined him. Ryan left behind his wife, 11 children, and his melon farm. What? That's actually what he called his wife. I can't. Melon farm's pregnant again. You know God hates the pullout. Didn't jerk me off in my dreams again, so he must have wanted a baby. Uh, so I've discovered a new way of contraception. It's called moving to another town. Hey. 
It's mirth control. So, when the local and state officials did not respond to the redress of grievance in five days, the groups all got together to figure out what to do next. Soon word was out. Others were coming. 54-year-old Arizona rancher Robert Lavoie Finicum... Totally normal. ...had been at the Clive and Bundy standoff and was the first one to show up then in the middle of the night on horseback. I've come from the 1600s. Uh, You, sir, I need to see no more qualifications. The Mormons are coming. The Mormons are coming. You are a Mormon. In the melon farms. Uh, Lavoie was a Mormon who operated a ranch and a child farm. And a what? What? Sorry. Oh, let sorry, me fucking sorry. finish. Sorry. I said child farm, Wait, and I'm going to explain but, it now. But, but. R- run by them or growing them? He was making a lot of money fostering children. In you know, 2009, he got $115,000 to foster kids. Every year I take... Every year I take my pumpkins to the child farm and we have a whole day. It's all over Instagram. So how, okay, so he is, thank you, eight people. So he is, he's just got a, he's He's got got a a lot of property so he can just keep bringing in kids and getting money for him. Most of the kids are. Like vulnerable, they have had uh, Wait, but issues you, you or handicaps. You can't just start or... an orphanage on a farm. Just no, he's not an orphanage. It's not an orphanage. He's just giving he's... kids away. They're not kids. They're not giving them away. He takes them in and gets he takes cash. them in. It's like a oh, it's, hey, ta- oh. hey, you know what? Oh, Fuck it's you, Oliver. Man. We're in Portland. It's a pop-up family. <laughs> you know, I didn't have one. It just popped up. I got fifteen kids now. Come in, <laughs> check them out. It's great. You got to get the app. This one's made of. Get pop Ice cream out. sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. A my, necklace, that, a macaroni of, necklace. Like that baby, that child's made out of coat hangers. You can't buy that. $80, $80. <laughs> Quote, my ranch. Well, the cows just cover the costs of the ranch. We are very successful foster parents, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, did we find our hero? (laughs) No. Lavoie had also stopped paying BLM grazing fees in 2014. He believed in the law of the line. The law of the lion? Line. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. Sir, do you want a microphone, or how do you want to handle this? I mean, he he feels like he is involved in the show. yeah. Hang on, so it was the law? Law of the Law of the lion. L-I-N-E. So there was like a lion? Where they're just walking down the street. Come on, guys. Hakuna Matata. Not a lion. No, not the lion. Just peeking through brush. Come on, guys. This is about the circle of life. Let's eat the baby. Move. Quote. The BLM claims this land is theirs, and I claim the forage right, the grass is mine. We all know this naturally because, for example, we know about lines. When you're the first one in line, everyone can see that. I have created a right when I am the first one in line. What? He's saying he's the first one in line. 
So he gets to do whatever he wants. You know, like lines. I don't think that, like, you don't, if you wait for a concert, you don't get to change the band. I don't want Queens of the Stone Age. I'm first. That's not what I'm here for. The band I want to see is a super group I put together in my head. I mean, the truth is, sometimes, even like today, when you have TSA approval, you're front of the line, but you're fucking going nowhere. So. Oh, you went somewhere. But, <laughs> David, is that what happened in the family bathroom? That's a changing station. Six guys come out of the family bathroom. Yeah. Woo! We're Mormon. Uh. We are literally more men. We are literally... (laughs) (laughs) Naturally, Lavoie decided to support the Bundys in Oregon. As he got in his car, he drove, and as Lavoie drove, he spotted a bald eagle on a fence post. It took flight... As he drove by, there we go. Lavoy took this as a sign. Yep. <laughs> yep. He was doing the right thing. Yeah. That's the redneck double rainbow. <laughs> this matters. <laughs> this is aimed at me. <gasps> Former U.S. Marine John Ritzheimer served in the reserves from 2004 to 2013. He was a motor vehicle operator in Iraq. John said he was forced out of the Marines because of a revised tattoo policy. What? No anchors! No mobs and no anchors! What are we, a fucking stereotype? (laughs) I hate that Popeye. (laughs) Huh? Nothing. In 2015, John was working as a motorcycle mechanic out of his home while receiving disability benefits for, quote, combat-related post-traumatic stress disorder and back injuries. In May 2015, John organized a Draw Muhammad cartoon contest outside of a mo- No, no. You have, whoa. You have to listen to this whole sentence because it's, it's, it's my favorite sentence. Okay. <clears throat> In sure. 2015, John organized a Draw Muhammad cartoon contest outside of a mosque that had been attended by two gunmen who had opened fire outside of a previous Draw Muhammad cartoon contest. Okay. So the good news is he's put his passions into something. Thank you. <laughs> you know, he's found something. He's been looking for something, and now he's found something he's interested that, uh, in. I, you I know, feel that's good, I, right? I think that, that um, it makes sense. And I get it. I think that that is wise on a number of levels, especially under a year ago. A couple of weeks after, after organizing the Draw Muhammad cartoon contest, he launched a short-lived $10 million GoFundMe to protect his family because extremists wanted to behead him. <laughs> yeah. Are you leving? What's I happening? Mean, I just done? understand. Okay. That woman's like, oh my God, I left my drawing of Muhammad in the car. (laughs) (laughs) That is unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, GoFundMe shut it down. 
On what grounds? In November... I'm the victim! Also, I want to know what he was spending the 10 million on. Because yeah. I love that he's done a fucking million. budget. Like he's gone, oh, clearly I'm in trouble now because of my stupid idea. <laughs> You're building a time machine right. at that point. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to the bother of putting my email into GoFundMe and set up the page. It's like at least half a day of fucking busy work to get this going. He's like, what number should I ask for? Fuck it, 10 million. Let's just. Honey, amazing news. Jihad97 says he'll drop it off if we give him the address. <laughs> a Christmas miracle, baby doll. In November, John posted a video called, What's Up, America? Finally. In it, John said he and a friend were driving... It's time. Wait, what? In it, John said he and a friend were driving to New York to see those assholes at the Islamic Post that, he, that called me a terrorist. I don't understand. I, like, how do you... That's the, like, he's goading these people, and then he's like, I need to defend my goading. Yeah, I mean, it, you know the people we're talking about, right? They're not. There's not a lot of thinking going on. Oh, I, I don't well, think that's me, fair. We're going to get so deep into it. <laughs> Quote, we're going to stop at every mosque on the way, take a picture flipping them off, telling them to get fucked. I that mean, is... talk about sticking it to them. But that's also encouraging suicide bombings because the fucking happens in the sky. I'll take it. I don't give a fuck. That is 20% of a lot of people. Uh, hey, guys, I just got back. I've been off stage for a couple of minutes. Um, hey. Nothing happened. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, All cool, the cool, jokes cool. murdered. Okay, cool. Keep going. <laughs> Pretend it went great. By December 30th, John was in Burns, Oregon, where he told the local paper he was standing up against tyranny. Militia members were gathering in Burns, where they demanded Sheriff Dave Ward create a sanctuary for the Hammonds, where they would be immune from going to federal prison. <laughs> the sheriff again said, yeah, no. No, I, like, I'm a sheriff. Uh, man, but I love how these guys roll. Give me $10 million, make me immune from laws, whatever the fuck. Look, all I'm asking for is $10 million in a biodome. And I want, a, like... I want a coat of mirth. Come on. Hobbit fans got that. I also love that this is December 30. Like, so not only is he asking for these unreasonable things, but a day before fucking New Year. Can you imagine the guy who's dealing with this? Oh, shut the fuck up. Dude, I am it's like New in Aspen tomorrow. right now. <laughs> what is your uh, deal? After the sheriff said no, he was labeled an enemy of the people. He began receiving death threats from around the country. Three militiamen and a woman holding guns spoke to the sheriff's 70-year-old parents at a yard sale. Uh, <laughs> they had words about the sheriff. The three men later came to the sheriff's office to complain that his mother had threatened them. Pretty bald. God, ble God bless her. It was over an ashtray. I mean, 
I felt so intimidated. It was KWA, Knitters with Attitude. <laughs> a Burns community meeting knitters. was held. Knitters, like knitting, in case anyone... My accent is not your accent. I just wanted to make that very fucking is that clear. Verified? In case for the rest of the fucking show, some people are like, I'm not laughing at anything else he said. I... People are going home in the way. You know, he said knitters, like old people knit. That was the joke he was making. It's actually a clever joke. Knitters with attitude. It's close enough, but she was an old lady with attitude. So it's actually a really clever joke, but I feel like... <laughs> I was going to go grab a beer. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought people... They did. Yeah. I felt like I needed to back back over that one a little. <laughs> uh, so the whole community had a meeting on December 30th, and residents confronted the militias, asking what their agenda was. The president of the Idaho militia said, quote, We're not coming into your town to shoot it up. We won't fire unless we're fired upon. Well, is that okay? That doesn't help... When residents uh, said that is not what they were seeing on social media, one militia member said they didn't have control over that. Quote, when you start asking for help, you know how the internet is. It really is the worst that we could just blame everything on the internet now. It's a goddamn like, internet that I'm here. That's why. You, it was on the internet, and now I came to kill. It's, it's on the fault. internet. It's on the internet. Look at BuzzFeed. Remember the internet? We talked about nothing. The internet. <laughs> You hear about Justin Bieber? Forget about it. The internet. No idea? The internet. Post it. Share it. The internet. I mean, it's a good riff, but all these people are literally here because of the internet. That's fair. They're not clapping up there. I don't know. They might be. Wow. De the yeah. internet. Thank you. Uh... Other locals said they were being harassed by uh, militia. Spouses and children of federal employees were being followed home or to school. That's great. When you're following a kid in your truck. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Jimmy? Nothing. I'm just going to school. Yeah. 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 You yeah. going to school to kill us? Nope. Why don't you tell me about freedom, boy? I'm going to run now. Yeah, you are. Uh, run for freedom. Uh, happened again. The militia explained to the town they planned a rally and a parade for January 2nd. That's the day uh, right before the Hammonds are supposed to go in, two days before. It would start in the Safeway parking lot and then go to the courthouse. Well, you know, most great movements right. are in a pharmacy parking lot. That's where the, that's where the whole tea party thing started. They, lot. Yeah. And the tea party thing started in a, right. in a Long's, I think a Long's yeah. parking lot. Yeah. Or CVS, one yeah. of those two. Hey, look, the movement is real. I mean, the movement is real. Yeah, you know, uh, grosser lives matter. It is a whole... <laughs> So they'd start in the Safeway parking lot and then go to the car courthouse where they would throw pennies to show how the government has sold out. So, <sighs> let, mean, him, let him have Do we have him... enough money in the budget to throw nickels? No, sir. No, we don't. What about the $2 bill thing? Is We're that totally we, dead? We have pennies. We, we have $20. Pennies are just so lame. I just they feel like... They throw good. Yeah they, yeah, they throw good. It's just, it's so... 
They're so cheap. Why don't you quit being a fucking sellout? All right. <laughs> oh, uh, people were then told at the meeting that Safeway was stocking extra flower bouquets for the rally. Was stocking what? Uh, what? Extra flower bouquets? For, for the, the rally? rally? For the rally and parade, yeah. Just, wait, it's a, they're having a rally. And, wait, the, they're having a rally and parade, and, uh, and the Safeway, Safeway is, is like, "This is the flower market right. we've been dying for." <laughs> Guys, get the bouquets cooking. The Patriots are coming. Yeah. <laughs> just some big. <laughs> just you know guy. what these guys say? You got to plant a tree to make a cross. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, that's actually what I said that time. So I. Uh... <laughs> now, uh, John posted a video on YouTube for his children. That's that's where you communicate oh, to your children. I've seen this. I've seen this. He was behind the wheel of a car, crying and this holding is a constitution at the camera. He told that's his kids, "This guy, yeah, fuck." Ah, uh, I. Uh. He told his kids, "Quote: Your daddy swore an oath to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's why he couldn't come home for Christmas, and why he can't be home for New Year's. The oppression and the tyranny that's taken place in Oregon. We, the people, need to take a stand. The Hammond family—they are not terrorists." Dwight Hammond, he's so old, he may die in jail. And I hope he sees this video, because it's really simple. Dwight, do you want to die in prison labeled as a terrorist by these oppressors, or do you want to die out here with us, a free man? I'd want to die a free man. Either way, you die. <laughs> I need to point out again, death is very close these to you. These options Regardless are not ideal. Regardless of the situations, there you're are... about to die! There are bad options ahead for you. Door one is death. Door two is a different death. Oh, oh shit. Sorry, kids. You should have shut this off by now. Yeah. Oh, this shit. Part, I'm still talking. This How do you for stop Dwight. it? How do you not send it? Shit. Uploading. What? Posted. Comments. No! I'm chocolate rain. I'm vanilla rain. <laughs> The Hammonds lawyer then sent a letter to the sheriff saying they had nothing to do with this. The bunnies didn't speak for them and they would surrender when told. Uh, yeah, I actually want to die in prison. So, thanks. Uh, on the day of the protest, now they sent home all the, uh, all the employees from the, the wildlife refuge, right? Okay. Uh, about 300 people marched peacefully to support the Hammonds. As it finished, Eamon Bundy ran up a snowbank and called on other protesters to join him in taking a harder stand. He was pushing people to take over the wildlife refuge. The local organizers were furious. Those who drove long distances were upset. Quote, everybody was like, you've got to be kidding me. I came up here for a rally. A lot of these people were angry because they didn't get that intel. If they would have told us that, we wouldn't have shown up. We wouldn't have driven over 3,000 miles. 
It's almost all the people like, there didn't know. A lot of the people there didn't know. They just, but it's like but what did they not know? That, that it was going to involve stealing a wildlife <laughs> yeah, sanctuary? They, yeah. they thought they were going to walk yeah, around the street like, and go, don't put those guys in jail and then go home. It's like and when then, you go to a protest and you're like, no blood for oil. And someone's like, save Harambe. You're like, get out of here, sir. Get out of here. Don't help. We. It's like when you go to a Trump protest and people start breaking windows. <laughs> Mate, windows need to then be fixed, and that will be bringing jobs back to fucking America. True. So, true. If you cannot see the job creation he's already bringing, then we're gonna make America glass right. again. <laughs> it's gonna be unbelievable. Double pain. Double pain. The screens, second- forget about it. Second pain's gonna pay for the first yeah. pain. Yeah, we're gonna build a window <laughs> so impenetrable and the flies are gonna pay for it. Pay for it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't believe he just called Mexican flies. <laughs> Not okay. So, some of my best friends are flies, so. (laughs) So, Eamon and his group took over the wildlife refuge. What? Yeah, they took it over. So, John was the the first one to arrive. This is all, like, I remember, this is insane. I just remember, like, seeing moments of this. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, they took a wildlife after animals? I mean, I I, I remember watching, like, they had a documentary about this on a fucking plane. I watched a tiny little bit of it, but I also watched We Bought a Zoo, and I think they're blending (laughs) into each other. Did he have, like, did he fall in love with someone as he took over the wildlife place? Because that's what I remember. You're so good with the animals, and I'm uncultured. (laughs) I get this confused with Marley and me. So the wildlife refuge is butts up against the Hammonds property. So that's where. But the, so oh. the idea is just to take it over, just to sort of be Why? like, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're I don't know. awesome. Why don't we listen to the story and we might hear their point of view? <laughs> if you listen back, there was some attitude. Right, yeah, right. If you listen close, John <laughs> was the first to arrive, entering the headquarters armed. Then he drove his truck and blocked the uh, the entrance. Town resident Walter Butch Eaton entered. The refuge then turned back. Quote, in some people's eyes, I was a pussy. I left. Their convictions were stronger than mine. Honestly, say, in some people's eyes, I was a pussy. He did. He really said that. You people cannot stop saying pussy. (laughs) I was such a pussy, the president elect grabbed me. (laughs) I regret it. His wife told him to call the police so they wouldn't see him on video later and think, quote, who's that bald, red-headed son of a bitch? So he called the police and told them. So he was a pussy. Wait, he called the police and was like, I'd like to make an admission. You know what? I am an enormous pussy. <laughs> I think you might need to chopper me out of here and at minimum, we need an ambulance. <laughs> You got a special uh, prison wing for pussies? It's where I belong. 
Uh, you're going to have to put me in a female prison because I am just one huge pussy. And I... <laughs> Eamon started uh, doing telephone interviews right away. Good. He told the Oregonian, quote, we're planning on staying here for years. Absolutely. This is not a decision what? we made at the last minute. <laughs> what? I mean... I'm a man. We ain't leaving. They hold up a baby human. Home, home. They claimed they had around 150 militia there. In reality, it was just over 20. And a couple of giraffes dressed up as militia. <laughs> Those are our taller buddies who like leaves. Eamon told CNN the next morning... The group wanted the federal government to restore the people's constitutional rights. But what are they? What well, are they yeah, what asking are, for? Like, I don't know what real. they want. What do they want? Honestly, they want the a people's genie. constitutional rights. Yeah, gentlemen. but what are they? They're the constitutional yes, rights. Yes, but tell me what they want. But the what they want, what they really, really want. <laughs> Eamon Bundy posted a video on his Facebook page asking for militia members to come. Below the video was the statement in caps, All patriots, it's time to stand up, not stand down. We need your help. Come prepared. That day, the Hammonds turned themselves into prison. Wait, so... Just shaking their head. (laughs) Holy fuck. How do you edit the post? Where's edit post? I thought I was crazy. So Clive and Bundy said he had nothing to do with it, but the Hammonds and Sheriff wouldn't stand up. If the Hammonds and Sheriff wouldn't stand up, then the people had to do something. So Always good. Right. So if the guys who are, are going to prison won't stand up for themselves, yeah. if the sheriff, sheriff won't stop them from going to prison, then the crazy fuckheads from uh, Nevada have to do it. Always good. Okay, so what you're saying is... That the, the person who's meant to put people in prison is putting them in prison. Correct. And the people who are meant to go to prison are happy to go to prison. Yes. And this other person has got involved for reasons I don't quite understand. No. For, pe- he, for people's constitutional <laughs> rights. Okay. Oh, sorry. What are they again? I, it, it, what do you want? <laughs> it's uh, so cow, cows okay. can walk yeah, around. No, no, it's the vibe. Okay. What do you want? We're not sure. When do you want it? Really soon, assholes. <laughs> The uh, the militia settled into their new life on the refuge. Well, you know, we live amongst the animals. <laughs> they had a routine at 11 a.m. Eamon talked to the media. He would ramble about the government and constitution and then take questions. You know, government's bullshit. The constitution's crazy. You? CNN? CNN? You, you'll air me. On? Turn it off. Oh, God, turn it the turn fuck it off. off. Never watch CNN turn again. Turn off cable news. Turn it, two words. And you Dom people on the Lemon. Left. Dom Lemon. That's it. That's all I need to know. Turn well, it here off. with some interesting context is Charles Manson. Listen to me and listen good. Charles, you make a weird point. Counterpoint, Vice Charles. Vice President Joe Biden. Counterpoint, Charles Manson. Everybody should die. <laughs> Joe Biden, what do you have to say? I don't think they should die. You can make wings out of sheets if you're a bird human. 
Interesting, I, Mr. Manson. I mean, I know that you are both doing this riff to make a point that, like, news media has got terrible. Stop but it. if someone offered Counterpoint by fucking Charles Manson, I would watch the shit out of that show. Okay. <laughs> Like, yes. I know that's your example, but fucking sign me up. Welcome to How Point, much a point. Month. Like, literally, and now to Charles Manson. Oh, cut to Will Anderson's next fucking show in Australia. They've got a Charles Manson show. They're out of their fucking minds. Well, even better, it provides me with some work. <laughs> All uh, I'm saying is your toilet's a time machine. Interesting, Mr. Manson. Uh, We are... On the fifth day, a reporter said a woman drove up, jumped out of a Chevy Silverado truck. Red flag. (laughs) Quickly walked up to the building and started yelling at the door to be let in. Quote, I have to give Carolyn her curling iron. She needs it tomorrow for TV. Wait. Hang on, what? Who goes to a zoo and is like, where's my dressing room? It's not a, a zoo. Yeah. So uh, what? what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just... It's about amazing. On January 5th, Lavoie was interviewed on MSNBC as he sat in a chair with a blanket over his lap, a rifle under the blanket, and a blue tarp around his shoulders. Okay. Good look. About FBI it's agents... It's Dolce Gabbana. About FBI agents, he said, quote, well, do not point a gun at me. You do not point a gun at somebody unless you are going to shoot them. That is the first thing your thought is do not point guns at people. And so I am telling them right now, do not point guns at me. So he's making that point. Wait. <laughs> there awesome. is a point? There, the point yeah, is... Yeah, do not point... Don't point guns at me. Right. Don't... Okay. Me, guns, no. Yeah. That's why I have a gun, to prevent pointing of them. Do not put this through the logic machine. Don't be a gun pointer. Point and gun people are dumb people. I point back. But not is the pointer first. Second pointer. That doesn't mean I'm not first in line. Just because you point a gun doesn't mean you're first in line because I had a gun. I'm actually first in line of gun having. I tell you, when I got to the heavenly gate, St. Peter was a dick until I pulled out an AK-47. Got wilted like a goddamn flower. What's up, Peter? You want some? Well, I see you've sinned greatly. I don't know if you're ready for heaven, my boy. I'm going to put this in your asshole. You know, we could actually... I can do it if I punch the code in. I can punch the code... There you go. Doors are open. Get in there. Have fun. Enjoy the ham. What? Oh, heaven's full of ham, my boy. <laughs> you didn't know? We have a carving station. Mm. We're basically an old country buffet in the clouds. Lavoie <laughs> uh, also said, quote, I want to make this very clear that this is in no way condoned by the Mormon church. I'm not speaking for the church. I do not represent the church. These actions must rest squarely upon my shoulders and mine alone. Not the church. Oh, well. Good this on has him. A yeah. shitload to no, do with the good. church. 
that's really nice. I yeah. know. It's yeah. good that he's protecting the good name of yeah. the Mormon church. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make them seem crazy. No way. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the Garden of Eden is in Nashville. So... To end the interview, Lavoie pulled the blue tarp over himself. And now tra- I'm invisible. A wizard told me so. <laughs> I cannot be shot under here. Good luck breaking through this. What? I still didn't hear it. We can't Patronus? keep dipping. She's shouting through a top. It's very hot. <laughs> yes, the- Patronus? Yeah. Well, we'll talk yeah. after. Um, after this, he was called Tarp Man on social media. <laughs> social workers began to remove his foster children. <laughs> Later, he would say, With quote, a rake. They were like, get them out. There are 90. Put them in the bag like leaves, boys. Later, he would say, quote, They must have gotten to the governor who told the state to get them out of there. That was my main source of income. I won't get a license again. If this means rice and beans for the next few years, so be it. I mean... God damn it, you're taking away my money in the form of little humans. Well, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Washington. I'm gonna miss you, boys. Grant, not so much. You're a weird one. Uh, You've always been strange to me. I see you so rarely. Uh... Sorry, kids, it looks like you're going to have to leave your fucked up, crazy, weird, not real dad. I just wish I had the chance to sell you, boys. (laughs) Daddy couldn't do it. One man at the refuge would only identify himself as Captain Moroni, or Gladiator. Hey, uh, what? He'd only identify himself as Captain Moroni Moroni or Gladiator. Maroney by day, gladiator at night. The sun is down! Do not call me Maroney! Now I am gladiator. I'll tell you, I love Maroney. I just loathe gladiator. He is unbelievable. Captain Maroney is a Mormon scripture figure who rescues his people by raising... I think it's pronounced Morani. Now that I'm hearing it. I think... I, don't, I would never want to correct you. But what I've heard. Is a Mormon scriptural figure who rescues his people by raising a flag called Title of Liberty against an evil force. <laughs> Ryan Bundy also spoke of Moroni during the standoff. So it's, you know, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, nothing anyway, strange there. Anyway, Gladiator slash Captain Moroni told the Oregon public radio uh, reporter, quote, I didn't come here to shoot, I came here to die. Is that helpful? I think... I, I came think, here to shoot me. I think he's not going to shoot at anybody. He just, but he just wants to get shot and be a martyr. Yeah, I believe so. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> My plan's a little bananas, sure. Kill me. I will do nothing about it. He said that... He said that God, in the form of a flock of geese, had validated his... I gotta go. I mean... I have to, we have to go. Get the Uber. Get the Uber. We got to get out of here. I mean, I, I, the, okay. There's so many things that are problematic about that statement, but 
Why a flock of geese? That's how God like, do why it. Is it. Why can God not just be one goose? Oh no, God's a flock. Like they that's can, problematic. Who am I listening to? Is it the lead geese? Or is it like a general goose god what vibe that's coming from the flock? We, or is there one in the middle and I can't see him because there's like another goose in the fucking <laughs> way? Or is there like one smart goose who's passing it on to the rest of the flock? But now it's like telephone. So the first goose had a fucking good point. But by the time it gets to the last fucking goose in the flock and I hear it, it's fucking crazy shit. That's the problem. Right? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I've got no notes on that theory. Uh, Those are solid questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the three wise yeah. geese. We're going the wrong way. So he said that God, in the form of a flock of geese, had validated his desire to join the refuge takeover. It's just, it's not, it's not possible. Right. It's not Doesn't possible. Make it what he's sense. saying is not possible. His real name. They spelled words in the sky. Oh, maybe that's how they did it. Another V. V, V, V. V. What are they trying to tell us? The visitors wait, are coming. Wait. WWW. It's a, the the it's a website. It's a website. What's the rest? <laughs> Dot net. Why? I'll stop. You guys, I was just thinking about vaginas. <laughs> Hang on. Are they spelling out Squarespace? Is this a podcast, Dad? I think. <laughs> uh, anyway, his real name was Dylan Anderson. There Dill were a number. Dill Anderson, I called him. There were a number of uh, number of leaders of citizens' militias who were very prominent in this. They posed in military uniforms and carried automatic weapons. They included. Good, good, good. They included Ryan Payne of Montana, Blaine Cooper hey, I, of was Arizona. Was his name Ryan Payne? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I fucking love it already. Okay. But at night he was Skeletor. Payne Blaine, by day. <laughs> Blaine Cooper of Arizona. Blaine Brian, Cooper. I fuck, seriously, linger a little on how sexy these names are. Very in. Brian Buddha Cavalier of Ooh. Arizona. Ooh, a little Buddha Cavalier. Oh. Is it Buddha by definition? Oh. Kind of like whatever? Or is I, you know, when That's I... redundant. When I Google BBC, it's for Brian Buddha Cavalier. <laughs> I'm going to guess Brian was the only name that was real. <laughs> Starting point guard. They all had stories of their time in the military being captured, held as POWs, and being wounded. Uh, then the press started looking into it, specifically the uh, uh, pownetwork.org. Blaine Cooper said he was a Marine uh, Corps combat veteran. Never was. He signed up for the Marines but never went to boot camp. His real name is Stanley Blaine Hicks. He, he took he was... Blaine Cooper because it was the name of Jesse Ventura's character in the movie Predator. Just when I think I'm out, you drag me back in. <laughs> what? I, I... Then no one will make it to the Java. 
<laughs> We've been Schwarzeneggering oh, all, all day. All day. We've been Schwarzenegger all day. Like when you were in a three-hour car ride from When fucking, you thought you were flying. Yeah. Turns out that you will w- look up the best lines from Mr. Freeze in the Batman movie. <laughs> Ice Ponds Anderson. I'll see you in the cooler. <laughs> That's a real one. <laughs> Please look it up. Brian, Brian Buddha Cavalier told everyone he was a Marine who had served in Iraq and Afghanistan. But on January 6th, newspapers reported he had never served in the military and was a tattoo artist with several DUIs. Well, he the then, thing. when it was reported, he fled, fled the Oregon refuge and holed up in a nearby motel drinking heavily. If you're in a motel... A fellow militia member said it was like finding out Santa wasn't real. That... I mean... That is delicious. Firstly, it's not. And secondly, you're a grown adult. Get over the fucking Santa thing. Like, why are you still holding on to that as being the worst thing that ever happened to you in your life? Boy, this reminds me of that... (laughs) That awful moment when I found out that that stocking was not filled by a magic man controlled by deer. When when I saw the second plane go into the building. I saw a sleigh. My first thought was, my God, this is like finding out Santa Claus is not real. Either we're going to find him there or we're going to have to buy that Santa ain't real. They hate us for our Christmas. John Ritzheimer had never earned a combat action ribbon, which meant he had actually never engaged in combat in Iraq. Ryan Payne claimed to be an Army Ranger veteran. Not one, never was one. On and on. Every single guy there. Really? Every single guy there said he was in the military. Every single guy there so, is a so, fucking liar. Uh... But also, the other thing is, if you're going to lie, these are such fucking modest lies. Like, but they work make... with each other. Because so they're if all you're, sitting if you're a guy, just if... fibbing over a yeah, campfire? Yeah, because you're not going to call the other guy out on it because you're also a liar. They're all fucking liars. If a real military guy would come in and be like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. But these are all liars just fucking talking We're going to have to ask you to leave the zoo. <laughs> we don't like your attitude. <laughs> You're very lying in a gazelle patch. We've been here for months. But that uh, is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Jen- that, that connects so strongly. Like, I, I remember hearing none of that part and just the part about, like, oh, this military militias yeah. fighting for their freedom. They're fucking little... That's they're, crazy, They're not but real still. guys. They're, they're guys who play military. <laughs> That's what they are. Spider-Man, you had something to say. I did. Uh... Again, I apologize for not being able to shoot the webs. It is very dry up here, and they, the sockets. But I am him. Uh, I'll tag you guys in the pics I took for Facebook, because they came out. I am also... Anyway, I am... Uh... Oh, King Arthur, what did you have to say? Well, as the only 500-year-old man who's supporting the mission... We must keep searching for the grail. <laughs> also, could you hand me some more rice, Aroni? I am just smitten. I am, uh, that is a, 
Uh, the San Francisco treat is real. <laughs> uh, What's the Wi-Fi? I'm not. I'm not. I guess it's overloaded. I can't. My Snapchat won't. Uh, On January 7th, Ryan Payne rode up to Occupation Headquarters in a golf cart wearing camo pants and a black jacket with his sidearm on his hip. Mind if we live through? (laughs) Golf jokes. There, he saw a reporter standing nearby, leaning against a building, talking to a couple of other occupiers. And he pointed, he pointed at the reporter's bag and shouted, He could have a bomb in there or a listening device. Wait, wrong order. <laughs> wrong order for, like, worrying people. <laughs> he could have a bomb or a phone. Anything's possible in Bagland. <clears throat> you guys were in the military. You don't know about bags. Uh, uh, Can't smell Baghdad without Ah, bag. Fucker! You fucker! There should be flashpots that go off for puns. Uh, He beat me at the hotel check-in yesterday so beautifully. Uh, (laughs) So, a 20s-ish guy named Joe from California told Ryan Bundy he wanted to be mentally strong for the upcoming battle. Good, good call. Ryan told him to try fasting. Or get a new brain. (laughs) Quote, the key is you got to get through the first 24 hours. Then your stomach will start to shrink and you won't get any hunger pains. Uh Uh-huh. But isn't he meant to be staying strong for the battle? Oh, fat. Yeah, for fast. So he's fast. He's just not eating. Right. Staying strong for the battle is fasting. You got to get ready to be starving. Starve yourself. Wow. Joe said he'd gone one day without water before, and Ryan said, quote, I don't think you should ever go more than two days without water. One's hard enough. After two, you get real dizzy and collapse and fall to the ground. So they're having great conversations. Yeah. Well, it sounds like all the options are good. Ryan said he went 96 hours without eating before seizing the, the building. So Ryan Bundy did not eat for 96 hours before he went in to take over he was probably just looking for meat. I've had a change of heart. Let's eat zebra steak. You know what? I'm going to try to overthrow the government, but it's my cheat day. I, uh... <laughs> really? It landed nicely. He believed fasting... More turtle? He believed fat. I would have said beaver, but... He believed fasting... Not with the Mormons. You can eat it, but through a sheet. Do, are Mormon, do Mormons use sheet? What the no, fuck? No, no, I'm just, just a, no, no. You think it is? No, they do cheat. a bunch of other crazy shit. Okay. But, you know, the hole in the sheet's always a lot of fun. Yeah, I get it. It's a fun, I get it. fun card to play. It's it? Uh... Ryan, And also makes Halloween a lot more sexy, right? (laughs) Someone rocks up, dresses a ghost. You're like, oh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Daddy, see that eyes open. Daddy, my ghost costume smells weird. (laughs) Honey, that's not a ghost costume. That's your mom's honeymoon dress. (laughs) Oh. 
Uh, Ryan believed fasting would give him divine guidance as to how, the, how to end the occupation peacefully. <laughs> for sure. The days wore on, and the men became more ready for a battle of some kind. Kelly, quote, fat man of steel, knighting. Uh, what? Wait, That's yeah. his nickname. Huh? Man of fat steel. Did I say man fat? Of fat man steel? of fat steel. Who is I he? I think he's a fat guy, so they were giving him a nickname. I man think. of, but man his, of but, fat steel. <laughs> wait, that's not, I like. I think he's a fat guy, and they're like, how about For this? For sure, that's great. But what? you still can come up with way better stuff. Well, man what? of steel, but instead of that. Super fat. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, but who are you talking but, about? What about just yeah. man of fat as opposed to man of steel? How about right. man of meal? Man of. Well, now they're so fucking bummed. How about when they hear this podcast, they're gonna be like, "Fuck, man of meal, man of meal." Man I gotta of, turn of, this off. Man of meal versus fat man. That's I could have done that. Meal. Oh my god! Uh, don't don't let the studios hear this. <laughs> Weird Al's so, attached. So knighting charged Chris Christie to set 10 sumo bouts to settle the refuge dispute. You said sumo, right? Yes, yeah, sumo he's the man for bouts. The job. Sumo also, bouts. by the way, when you say things like Chris Christie, I keep being reminded that this happened not in the past. Yeah. <laughs> like, I keep thinking this is like 100 years ago, and I'm like, America, she's so crazy. But... Thank God then we got you away say from Chris that. Christie, and I'm like, is he immortal? I'm like, oh no, this happened like a year ago, right? No, but and yet now Chris Christie is in the past, so that's cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, he promised. He promised that if Christie could win one bout, the Oregon occupation would disperse. Christie had nothing to do with the occupation, the federal government, or knighting. It was just something he did. But he the, was like, I'm interested. The militia asked for supplies instead of money if people wanted to help. They said they could use cold weather socks, snacks, energy drinks, uh, equipment for cold weather, snow camel gear. They put uh, a plan, a wish list up. <laughs> a plan. We're starting a Kickstarter for a better idea. A plan. They put up a wish list which in- included Marlboro Red 100s, Marlboro Light 100s, Pall Mall Menthol 100s, and Copenhagen Chew. I mean, we need help. Cigarettes and uh, Fago. <laughs> we need pixie sticks, real bad. One Jeff Foxworthy and one Jeff Dunham DVD right. immediately. Slim Jims. <laughs> we need all Slim Jims you can send. We want these DVDs and Slim Jims to be dropped off by Larry the Cable Guy on a Prilosec jet ski. Through a flaming hoop of freedom. And we need you to cancel Ellen. She's not a man. (laughs) On January 6th, Gawker wrote about their needs and included a children's book about uh, the signing of the Constitution and extra-large condoms in the list. And extra-large condoms. (laughs) I mean, now you're just boasting. No one's fucking on that farm for a start unless the giraffes have asked for protection, right? We need giraffe-sized rubbers. 
They a, are going crazy. A children's book and some extra large condoms. <laughs> I mean, it's a good <laughs> prank. We need to I, smuggle a children's book into stacks. And you, by the uh, way, you could totally find extra large condoms at a wildlife sanctuary. You'd be like, it's weird, but it's for a horse. It'll play. Oh. On January 13th, a headline read, Oregon militants want you to stop sending them dildos. I love you. I love you. The militia was said to be overwhelmed with dildos. If we could carve them out, they could be big rubbers. Launch them over the wall! John Ritzheimer put up a response video, quote, This one is really funny. It's a bag of dicks. <laughs> you, honest to God, the, 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 the huge mistake is acknowledging that it happened. Absolutely. You absolutely are like, do not, you don't call it out. Stop sending us dicks. Everyone's like, I'm going to get, oh, yeah. get a 12-pack of dicks and just get it right. <laughs> uh, click, click, fuck dicks. you. Uh, so he said, they spend and waste their money on this hateful stuff right here. It is sad that there are people who would spend this kind of money on this rather than spending it to do good in the world, said a guy who took over a fucking bird sanctuary. Uh, Max, he doesn't understand they're just trying to protect the constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was hard to say. I choked on the cocks a little, but I uh, just, i feel like I got it out of the end. You choked on the cocks in it. I amended. Yeah. It was an amendment. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. second yeah. amendment. The only thing that'll stop a guy with a cock is a guy with a bigger cock. We know what you're saying, NRA. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Max You can have my dildo when you take it out of my dead gold hands. <laughs> Max Temkin, co-founder of the game Cards Against Humanity, announced on Twitter the next day, quote, I sent a 55-gallon drum of personal lubricant to the Oregon militia. That, I mean, there's a couple of things about this that I just want to stop down on. Firstly, congratulations to the dude who came up with Cards Against Humanity. Oh, it's the that best. he has totally. barrels of fucking lube spare cash. Like, that's how well. That's everyone in this audience. If you have a fucking dream, if you have an idea and you're thinking, I can't do it. He came up with that fucked up board game and now he has so much spare money, he's like, fucking bucket of lube. Does not give a shit. Remember. That is how well he's doing. Put the lubricant in lubricant. Yes, we lubricant. Yes, we lubricant. Make America slippery again. But secondly, I want to know about that day. I want to know, oh. like, the logistics is what fascinates me. Does he order the lube himself? I or can do it. Does his... The guy just walks over and he pops it open. He's like, fuck! <laughs> fucking God, these motherfucking sons of fucking bitches! God damn it! 
<laughs> For those of you listening, Dave is masturbating. Which is something that Gareth is technically meant to say by law at the start of every episode. So, I... No, I get what would happen once it's suit. delivered. Yeah. But I want to know about the dude ordering it. Does he, like, ring yeah. his assistant and go, can you order Johnson me? and Johnson, hello. Right. Hello, 55-gallon hey. lube house. Like, where do you even get that delivered from? That's like a ball of fucking move. That's like a whole day of organising your bucket of lube. Is... It's not like on Amazon, they're like, click here, deliver a bucket of but fucking... But that as like... Oh, they are? Okay, I'm as sorry. Like, That's uh... how they did it. I apologise. Amazon, our lords and saviour. You're fucking ahead of me. I'm sorry. So, as someone who was... Uh... For five Has years, ordered fifty-five for, gallons. No, of lube. for five years oh. I was a wholesale lube no, man, no. and uh, you get it in you big drums. You made a lot of lube money. Yeah, you, you 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 get it, and then you cut it up into smaller amounts. It's like cocaine. Oh, you right, also, yeah. you called it fuck lube money. Yeah, my fuck yeah, lube money. You got the fuck lube money. Yeah. Is it really one thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars? No, 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 no. He knows how much. Did you cost. just look it up? Is it on Amazon? By the way, I I might be buying so that is not. I just gonna roll that into my wife tomorrow. Get ready. (laughs) We're having a baby farm. (laughs) We're not using the vagina anymore. Get in the loop, koozie. I mean, I. In Australia, we had this children's thing. I hope it was the same here. Called a slip and slide. Is it called? (laughs) Like where you like. Oh my god, oh. a slip and slide with lube! Whoa. That's the best Straight thing ever! Are. They exist! And at the end, there's just and a vagina and you. Guess who invented them? The, the rednecks. The rednecks invented, invented it. lube slides, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah, the, I had MTV for a while. They are. <laughs> it's not safe. Good lord. Wow. Like how you're standing now. Too hard not to... I can't say it. (laughs) All right, so... So the town of Burns is totally coming apart. The school's closed for safety reasons. There were arguments over the occupation in churches and death threats made against federal employees. Security measures were costing the county... $70,000 $70,000 a day. Uh, the uh, refuge, are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's like 55 buckets of lube. <laughs> <laughs> you deliver it there in a luber. <laughs> All right, now, no, tell me, this is a lube-based economy. Tell me a lube. Yeah. I just got a couple of lubles. <laughs> oh, my Lord, we struck lube. Clear gold. <laughs> Texas P. It's just a guy holding his dick over it. Ah! Terry, no. Ah! <laughs> this is how I want to poof. <laughs> oh, God. I kind of feel like just stopping. <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, <laughs> so refuge employees were being stalked. Cars were idling outside of their homes, and they were being questioned in grocery stores. Over half of the county residents were employed by the government, and they were all getting shit. On January 19th, the town had an open meeting in the high school gymnasium, and shit went off. Speaker after speaker were furious at public officials, the federal government, and at Eamon Bundy, who was sitting high up in the bleachers. Well, he's, yeah. I want to be prom king. <laughs> I want my day in prom court. <laughs> a, a county judge got up and told Eamon to go home, then challenged him to a fist fight anywhere outside the county. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. What, this judge, how is this judge not um, on TV? I don't know, he's the best. I, the... I am very familiar with TV judges, and this is someone we need to get filmed. The first rule of county court is that you do not talk about what happens in the car park of county court. Uh... A chant then grew in the gymnasium, go, 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 go. And Eamon just sat there never saying a thing. When it, when it finally ended, he just left quietly, driving off without saying a word. And it went on. Each morning in the refuge, Dwayne Elmer would climb on his horse and take a pre-dawn inspection ride around the refuge. Quote, I'm looking for anybody that ain't supposed to be here. I'm looking for everybody. I am searching for every where, person here. Where am I? If I find me, I'm going to kill me. I don't think this canary's allowed to be here. <laughs> Is it a human or bird sanctuary? I keep going back and forth. There were about 25 people there, uh, but sometimes more as visitors would stop in. Visitors included Matt Wandrasee, 26, a barber from Texas. Christy Jernigan, 44, a Christian missionary from Tennessee. Quote, I'm just here to spread love. I'm not really interested in politics. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Nelson is very (laughs) anti-love. Paul Nelson O'Leary was a man from Idaho who came dressed as one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence and just walked around okay. all day. I don't know. Is this I, Times Square? Yeah. Are you still doing a dollop or announcing the next cast of Survivor? <laughs> I... <laughs> or the new cabinet of the president. <laughs> that ain't funny. As Secretary of Defense, the naked cowboy... Great to be here. Uh, Do not wear shirts or pants. On January 23rd, the Sharp family singers came. They were a mother and seven children who were a singing group. They had also sung at the... They were not sharp. They had had also sung at the uh, Cliven standoff in Nevada, and here they performed at the refuge. That is the NBA All-Star Game of Cows. Huge break. But also I love that even though this has been a terrible event that is happening, it's been a bit of an opportunity for this family and yeah. their fucking act. Two, three, three four. four. Okay. That's what we train for. Come on, guys. <laughs> the cause is insane, but a booking's a booking. Two, three. Come on, guys. Come on. From the top. Two, three. Come on, you know guys. Come on. The Osmonds did it. We can do it. Come, Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. We're Come the on. Osmonds, but Come on. crazy. We're the Osmonds. Come on. Two, three. Come on. Come on. Two, four, six. 
Be two, fucking three. Donnie. Two, three, four. Well, I'm the mom, and these are the kids. And this is a band. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so things started to get weird, and the guys... It's like North Korean. Here's a happy mom and seven kids. Come on, everyone. Everything's fine. The dad is at home. Yeah, go ahead. Take him to the fucking refuge and sing. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he's egging it on. He's like, a weekend alone. I mean, a gig. Go, go. Uh, so things started getting weird. Uh, the uh, guys at the refuge... At what the guys point? guys at the refuge noticed that the FBI was suddenly acting not as friendly. Uh, they were now uh, carrying their large weapons around and showing them to the guys in the refuge, and That's they awkward. sensed a change had happened. And a what? They sensed there was a change happening. Uh, okay. John Ritzenheimer, John Ritzenheimer, for some reason, then decided that he was done with the occupation and left for home on this January 24th. the horse guy, right? No, John Ritzenheimer's the guy who made the video. Oh, okay. The yeah. horse guy's still there. Okay. Yeah. Horse guy's there, yeah. All right, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then John Richard. I don't know why, but I've taken a real shot into the whole He's guy. got a great future. Yeah. I get it. He's not going to come back. He's, oh, okay. He's gone. All right. Well, let it go. Another dollar for another day. <laughs> Love to know what happened to the I'm horse just going to go home and Google that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he John, married the horse. <laughs> that's what the extra large condoms were for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get no horse Is there pregnant. an easier way to do this? Nope. Nay. I... The nays have it. Oh, God, the nays have it. So. Come on. <laughs> nay means nay. So. Uh, John... So John Ritzheimer leaves on the 24th, and he was allowed to drive all the way home to Arizona without incident. The bunnies were invited to speak... Because he's going to Arizona, by the way. Keep going. Sorry. But that's where they're like, welcome back. We, we missed the crazies. Hello, hero. The bunnies were invited to speak at a public meeting in the town of John Day. A hundred... Is that a town in Oregon? Yeah? Uh, sounds like it's run by a fucking idiot. Uh... Uh, it was 100 miles away, and they agreed to go. They were planning on speaking about the Constitution and hoped to meet with Grand County Sheriff Glenn Palmer. So they just let him. So they're like, all right, we're going to drive to that town. We're not Without doing anything weird. We're just going to take over a wildlife refuge and then drive 100 miles. It'll be fine. On the afternoon of January 26th, Sounds they headed like they're out. losing. You know what I've suddenly realized? Like, all through tonight... I've, I've, the whole time I've been like struggling a little because I'm from another country and I'm like, this plan just doesn't make any sense to me. But what I've actually realized is this plan makes no sense. No, not to any of us. There's no sense. Yeah, no, it wasn't no, just me. The nothing. whole time, none of this has made any fucking sense. No. What are they doing now? Why are they doing this? They're driving well, to give a speech about the Constitution because clearly they're e experts on the yep, Constitution. Yep. I read it! Little wordy. On the afternoon of January 26th, they headed out from the refuge in a few cars. A short time 
into the drive, two of the cars spotted police vehicles lined up on a Forest Service road off. Law enforcement... <laughs> Weird timing. Law enforcement vehicles with their lights on began following. Driving his truck, Lavoie yelled, It's a setup! We're going to see the sheriff! Wait, but wait, wait. They think the sheriff has the ultimate authority, but they, so they think they have a free fucking pass. But again... They're out of their fucking minds! But then... So you're getting chased by cops like, not now, we're headed to a cop. <laughs> they not don't now. get us like the cops do. Not now, state cops. I'm going to see a county cop, Sorry, stupid. You talk to him, bitch. <laughs> the sheriff of Grant County had always supported them, and Lavoie was determined to get there. But Ryan Payne told him to stop, and Lavoie did. The cops got out of their cars, armed. In moments, in the other car, Ryan Payne, Eamon Bundy, and Mark McConnell were in custody. Lavoie yelled that he wanted to go see the sheriff. Lasers were pointed at the truck. Then Lavoie said, go ahead and shoot me. He again said... With your Martian gun. He he again yelled that they had a meeting with the sheriff. (laughs) At some point, that's... God damn it, we have a meeting with the sheriff. What are you little motherfuckers doing? I'm going to see the king. A woman named Shauna... I hate the sheriff, but I do not hate this deputy. (laughs) A woman named Shauna, who was in the truck, tried to call a nearby county leader of the Oath Keepers, but she didn't have cell service. Now, the Oath Keepers are fucking nut jobs. No, there's no way. And they're they're fucking crazy, but they told all these guys, get the fuck out of here because you're too crazy. So she was calling someone who was always already like, no, we're good. So, so to go back to Charles Manson, it's like him being like, relax, come on, this is... You sound nuts. I killed game a lot of people. Game recognized game. Yeah, game recognized game. So then Lavoy yelled, get down, and floored it. So they start driving again, and Shauna asked Lavoy how far to the town meeting, and he said about 50 miles. About a minute later, <laughs> they found three cop time. cars blocking the highway, and Lavoie drove his truck into a snowbank. Ryan Bundy stuck his hands out the window, and he was shot at. Lavoie jumped and ran screaming, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. <laughs> then he reached into his jacket where he had a handgun, and Oregon State Trooper shot him dead. Wow. That's, we're, that's fine. <laughs> it is, but it that's is. A, but that's crazy a horse car? Your, yeah. That, that one, that one's like, okay. No, no, that's not the horseman. That's the tarp. Oh. That's tarp man. Oh, Wait, they I, I, shot through his tarp? That's fine. I don't... That wizard no. is a liar. His last words were, why guy. didn't I break my tarp? <laughs> I think I want my last words to be, shoot me. <laughs> oh, they will be. In the truck... <laughs> Tough to hear. (laughs) In the truck... I'm on set. (laughs) Ah, wrong guy! In the truck, pepper spray canisters were raining through the windshield. Then the cops threw uh, flashbangs. Ryan got out. Shauna tried to calm Victoria Sharp by praying. Then, Then Victoria yelled out, I forgive you! And Shauna yelled, We hope God forgives you! Then they started singing the Star Spangled Banner. 
Take off your hats. We're about to die. Uh, <laughs> Star, you got to admit how I much mean, we love the Star Spangled Banner. It's, it's insane. You know what? No, I mean, no, no. You know what? It's a fucking good song. <laughs> that is a national anthem. Like, you know what? That is a motherfucking national anthem. The whole thing there's and the whole lyrics. bit up the top and the, all the words lyrics, that don't yeah. really make sense. There's and like, lyrics. They oh, do make sense. You play it backwards. It says I'm, we're racist forever. I'm, no. I fucking, we are racist no. forever. We will never stop with racism. I mean, I don't even know what it means and I fucking love it. I when no you learn what it means, that. it's insane. Here's the, here's the thing I would say is most other countries only sing one song about how great their country is before a sporting event. You guys will do two or three. You're like, that's the Star Spangled Banner. Now America's fucking awesome. Yeah. You guys need Toby Keith because he is yeah. just like, you need Toby I Keith. ate the flag and sang a song. <laughs> Toby Keith and Kid Rock, man. That's the show. Kid Rock? Yeah. Kid Rock. Yeah. The Sharp family singers made it to the meeting in John Day, except without Victoria. And they, uh, they still uh, performed, despite the news, and they cried as they sang. A lot of the occupiers thought they had an FBI mole. Almost everyone in the convoy was arrested and sent to jail, but Mark McConnell was set free immediately and started posting videos telling supporters not to believe crazy reports about what had happened and emphasizing that Lavoie had not been surrendering. In Arizona, John Ritzenheimer surrendered to the FBI on uh, the 26th. In the morning hours of the 27th, a lot of people left the refuge in a hurry, including Captain Maroney slash Gladiator. <laughs> hours later, Lon Are you not at it? I got a roll. <laughs> oh my God, geese! I guess I'm leaving. That's my thing. Well... <laughs> Time for them to form into one large bird and tell me the future. I'm fine. Hours uh, later, law enforcement set up a perimeter blocking access. Eamon sent word for everyone to stand down, and more people left. By the next day, just four occupiers were left. On February 10th, Cliven Bundy flew to, into Portland Airport, planning on going to the refuge, and he was immediately arrested by FBI agents. When he landed... It's dynamite. Because dumb fuck gunman went to the one place he can't have a dumb fuck gun fuck. And they just went, come here, idiot. And he was like, oh, I thought that I had powers. This but is, I'm an icon. Gee, like the one place they're like, now you don't have a gun. Right. Like, uh, that was fucking, not clear. The whole reason. I'm seating group A. The whole reason they weren't arresting him is because they didn't want to have a shootout. And then they're like, oh, you're stupid. Goes to a fucking airport. Jesus Christ, these guys are dumb. I mean, it's just a fucking miracle. This is an airport. You can't have a gun or a random N on the end of your name. And your flight leaves in 12 hours. <laughs> so, if, uh, so the ways. remaining four at the refuge uh, tried uh, and ca started calling militias to get them to come, but uh. none of them would come. They soon realized they were on their own, and three of them surrendered. Now it was just one guy, one guy 27-year-old David Fry. He told supporters by phone that he uh, had not agreed with the other three to leave the refuge. Uh, the call was being broadcast live on the Internet. Quote, I'm actually pointing a gun at my head. I'm tired of living. Until you address 
My grievance is you're probably going to have to watch me be killed or kill myself. Uh, he switched from rants about the federal government uh, to thoughts about UFOs. And, and well, then those he, are connected. And then he surrendered after taking a final cigarette and cooking a cookie and asking mediators to shout hallelujah. It's quite I mean, a demand it, list. It feels like for the last couple, he was just saying what he could get away with. Yeah. <laughs> I like, want to be gonna... able... <laughs> I want to make chili and have you guys sing hymns. And then I'm good. <laughs> this had all taken place in just an hour and a half after the others had left. It's, it's on, that is honestly, it's sad. It's a guy who gets shit done. It is. It's gotten really, really sad. Yep. The standoff was over. Uh, the refuge was free. Uh, so, the refuge manager, Chad Cargies, found a mess. A thousand gallons of fuel had been used. They stole money, an ID card, credit cards. They'd also abandoned a lot of their personal property. They had dug trenches. They f- he found, quote, significant amounts of human feces in and around the outdoor camping area. Good. 26 people. That might have were- just been people who were there for the movement. <laughs> We are known for the best BM jokes. <laughs> 26... BLM. <laughs> Two in a row. 26 people were indicted on conspiracy charges. 14 pled not guilty, including Eamon and Ryan Bundy. Many were released pending trial. Dylan Anderson slash Captain Maroney, gladiator, was released to his parents. Mom, Dad... <laughs> I have given up the dream of Rome. I realize now I am just your son. I'll be downstairs playing Xbox. And now... Cheesy bread should be here in 45 minutes. Thank you. And now... I'm birds. Can you still see me? Okay, I'm not birds. The judge was concerned about Dylan's mental health due to the geese comments. And I mean, uh, I feel sh- like I was also concerned about that. So <laughs> I'm not saying that makes me qualified to be a judge, but <laughs> I mean, she asked Dylan, "How can you make sense of that?" And Dylan said he th- he thought talking about geese would stir up sympathy because he was on a bird sanctuary. What? No. That, that, I mean, that, that does, does that make, make a lot any of sense. sense. Makes a Quote, lot of sense. I'm a storyteller. No, 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 Dave, Dave, no, he's a, uh, Dave. Uh, From one storyteller to no, another, no, no, indeed. No, 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 Respect. No, 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 no. 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 It's my boy. No, no, no. He, t- he took one of my courses. No. On January, uh, sorry, on May 24th, word came that Eamon and Ryan were considering pursuing a civil rights lawsuit against the county sheriff's office for conditions at the county jail. The bunnies wanted more access to the jail's law library, discovery materials, office supplies, and religious underwear. And if we need more god diapers. And if at all possible, $1,333 worth of loot. Yeah. That's what they weren't reporting. They were like, we've never seen so many parrots covered in KY. This is 
unbelievable. Merk, ready to bang. Ryan Bundy, quote, my rights are being violated. All of my First Amendment rights are being violated. My right to freedom of religion is being violated. I cannot participate in religious activities and wear religious garments. My Second Amendment rights are being violated. I never waived that right. You don't, but like you, I, that is just so crazy to be like, uh, you can't put me in jail and not give me a goddamn pistol. I got an amendment. No, 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 Two, sir. The second one. Also, I'm allowed to have a bar in here. I didn't say no. I can't have a gun, so I can have a gun. Read and it. by the way, where are my prison slaves? Have you read the Constitution? This is aimed at me. Magic underwear. Come on. I'm allowed. The sheriff's office said they could... What do you mean life isn't regular in jail? <laughs> said they could have an extra towel and wear religious garments under their jail uniforms if they arranged for them to be laundered. So, wait, <laughs> so they just have to wash their fucking their magic, magic underwear. underwear under yeah. their prison jumpsuits. They just have to wash it, yeah. Do you guys have magic jumpsuits? Well, then we need the underwear. In July, the jail staff found bedsheets braided together into a 15-foot rope in Ryan's cell. He's home alone. They are just... They are so stupid. It's just amazing. There were a bunch of toy cars on the ground, too. The rope was confiscated, and then Ryan fought with the jail staff, and he was placed in solitary. For what? They How took do you away have an his, argument? He took away his rope that he's going to... There's escape. nothing in the prison law that says I can't make a rope. <laughs> I'm, is, what is prison? I've been misled. I thought it was camp. Uh, on January 15th, John Ritzheimer admitted in court to the conspiracy charge. When reporters asked him about the plea, John said, quote, Marines believe in integrity. <sighs> we are just so fucked. Eamon showed is. up. Eamon showed up to court in an orange jumpsuit because he said he was a political prisoner who had been shuffled around in chains and molested like an animal. The defense argued... The I mean, op- again, the fact that like they're molesting animals makes me suspicious about what happened on the wildlife reserve. <laughs> I mean, the law just basically put a condom on a giraffe and let it have its way with me. That's not from my own life, no. The defense argued the occupation was a protest like a, quote, Martin Luther King-style sit-in. Did did you say Martha? Martin Luther King-style sit-in. I thought if they called him Martha Luther King... This is just like Martha Luther King! We had a nightmare! Oh, you know, Martha, Martha Luther King is his drag name. He would do shows. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> Good to see you here, Gladiator. <laughs> Eamon's defense attorney, Marcus Mumford, Constantly disregarded the judge's ruling. She had to tell him to stop shouting several times. She got so tired of him that when she was told he wasn't in the courtroom when the trial started one day, she said, I don't really care at this point. (laughs) I don't don't care that he's here and his son's band is shit. To get to to that point, I I just, as as, as the embodiment of 
uh, law, I ran out of fucks to give. I really... I don't care. I... After Eamon was done on, uh, on the witness stand, he stepped down, and co-defendant Neil Wampler stood up at the defense table and applauded. And he said, quote, We all love you, Eamon. Thank you for everything you've done. Eamon Bundy's wife and other supporters with her in the gallery stood and joined in the applause. Captain, my captain. What year are we living? Honest to God, what are you doing? This is like... Captain, my captain. It's like six months ago. I know. (laughs) But I mean, the idea that you're like, water, water everywhere, and not a drop to... What year? I, uh... It was revealed during the trial the FBI had 15 confidential sources giving uh-huh. them information from their contacts with the occupiers. So wait. They, uh, just, there was... they had a mole convention? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Molapalooza. You guys, you guys remember, right? Uh, Eamon Bundy's lawyer demanded to know who they were because there were so many, and the judge called it a very unique scenario but ruled she wouldn't order the government to identify them. But it was revealed Mark McConnell was indeed a mole. Also, a man who went by the name John Kilman had been sent by the FBI to infiltrate. Don't you tell me Terry Murderer's next. <laughs> I, got a great, I got a great name that I came up with to infiltrate. John Kilman. Don't, don't do that. I'm Gussie Bill of Rats. Freedom Jones. John Kilman. Not a mole at all, Anderson. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Not a mole at all is a very lovely member of our family, and we value her. Um. John Kilman was there from January 23rd through January 26th. The FBI paid him the whole time. At the refuge, he oversaw the shooting range, providing training on firearm safety and proficient use of firearms okay, I to know, the occupiers. I know we've already been there, but literally his job is the guns and his name is John Kilman. Like, like, it feels like it's too much to me. It's insane. <laughs> he's also I mean, been, that is he's so also obvious. He's also been sent by the FBI to train people how to shoot at the FBI. Right. You gotta point away from them. That's the trick. These are magic bullets. Just like our PJs. These are the ones that got Kennedy. You gotta shoot through a hole in this sheet. No, no, no. Not like that. Not Not like like that. that. Not like that. Not like that. No, no, no. Good Lord. No, 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 no. I swear to God, any time you find someone dumber, then the FBI comes along, you're like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, really? Um, in closing arguments, the defense kept hitting the point that the FBI had sent a guy to train the occupiers with guns. He had also trained one man in hand-to-hand combat. The defense asked the jury, quote, how can you trust a federal government who placed a dozen informants into the conspiracy then doesn't tell you they, who they are or what they did? Deliberation started uh, and then quickly stopped when a man on the jury revealed he was a former BLM employee 
and hadn't said anything the whole time. No. And he started jury deliber- deliberations by saying, quote, I'm very biased. <laughs> that better have been his name. So... So they kicked him off the jury, and he was replaced by an alternate. And after five hours, the jury declared everyone not guilty. <sighs> it's because the FBI fucked up. 100%. As they always fucking do. Every, if you go through and look at all the terrorist fucking guys they've caught, it's always an FBI going, hey, man, you want to pull something up? You wanna, you wanna, there's always some fucking informant that's like, you want to kill a bunch of people? You want to do it? Come on, I'll give you guns. All right, fucking, fucking Bernie, awful. calm down. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, they, they blew this shit. Uh, Marcus Mumford then argued Eamon should be released from custody immediately, but there was a U.S. Marshal there to arrest him for the Nevada-Bundy standoff. Like, has, has it ever been more unclear who's in charge? Ever, it feels like there's nine different levels. It's, it's not great. The sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff's in charge. Sir, you've chimed no. in 18 times and right. finally hit a winner. Finally. It's true, though, but it'll give him fucking encouragement because he fucking kept oh, swinging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was not deterred by the other you 17 know, times. I've got a movement you might right. be interested in. Uh, so after uh, he learned that Jewish marshals were there to arrest Eamon, Mumford started yelling at the judge. Six U.S. marshals then stood up in the courtroom and moved toward him. The judge told them to move back, but they didn't, and they grabbed Mumford and slammed him to the floor. He was then hit. I with mean, a st- this is like a Christmas carol, isn't it? It's like seven Mormon children, six U.S. marshals, four crazy guys. Now there's only three. Now there's only two. One, he's in court, and a big thing of fucking lube. A flock of kids. One kid named Seed, bunch of crazy shits. <laughs> One guy on a horse. And a fuck ton of this lube. Uh. <laughs> So their their lawyer their lawyer was arrested. <laughs> Remember the airport? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm emotional. I wanted him to be freed. <laughs> so much beer just went up my nose. <laughs> it's legal here. <laughs> so, so all the occupiers were free. After this decision, uh, John Ritzheimer and others who had already pled guilty decided to reverse that decision. Steve Hammond will be released in January 2020. Dwight Hammond in September 2020. 
the Department of Justice open an investigation to determine if the FBI had failed to disclose that they had shot at Lavoie. An FBI agent is suspected of lying about firing twice at Lavoie, and four other FBI agents may have helped to cover it up. They are awesome. (laughs) After the trial, Ryan Bundy was asked if the group plans another standoff, and he said, quote, Absolutely. It's tough. That's the best thing in the world to do. He went on to say, I get knocked down, but I get up again. It's a chumba wovement. Read the Declaration of Independence. It says right there that if the government becomes abusive, it's our right and our duty to abolish that government. If the government won't restrain itself, whatever happens is their own fault. Obey the Constitution, read it, understand it, abide by it. There doesn't have to be violence. None of that has to happen if they would just abide by the Constitution. But it's, uh, it's over, like, that is valid. Like, that, that, that is, no. like, valid for us sane people to be like, let's get them the fuck out of here. These people are like, let our cows eat everywhere. Right. Relax. Or we'll kill you. We hate your law. Now let's use law. No, they're out of their fucking minds. Yeah. And, and there's, there are these constitutional, sher- constitutional sheriffs who are doing shit that is crazy, particularly in Texas. I'm shocked about that. That is a... <laughs> that's been our rock the whole time. I, Texas, get your shit together. I, I guess the whole thing is just how do we, like, how do you keep holding on to the, you, you just pick and choose these amendments and the, the things in the constant, like, if you bought Benjamin Franklin to today, oh, he'd be like, what? Where are the kites? What the hell is going, what is this? Pizza? Video game? Like, it would be like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And he'd be like, what are these things? What are these guns? He'd be like, well, we're protecting you. He'd be like, no, 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 no. No. I didn't see this. I, uh... he, he saw Trump, though. He called Trump. But he's the one who he says, he, but, that, but that is, again, that's, that's what they sort of hold. You know, that they, they, they say that. The second that your government's out of control and not for the people, then you've got to overthrow it. And yet these are the people who are like, we finally got Trump. We're good. No need well, to overthrow. We're fine. Well, I mean, the, you know what the good news is? They're out of, they're out of prison in 2020. And we're no, going to get fucking murdered. Just in time for his second run. Dude, no, they no, are going to uh, drown us those, in lube. That's just the two guys that aren't doing anything. The crazy guys are out of prison. Oh, they're already out. Oh, yeah. no, so they didn't get put in prison. That's they're, cool. all, they're all fucking ready, preparing for the next one. Cool, 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 well, cool, right cool, now. cool, 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 and, cool, But at least, we have a, we, uh, at least we have a government that's not into uh, that crazy white guys cool running around with guns. News. That's cool, cool, cool. That is cool, and I think I speak for all of us when I say, cool, 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 cool. Cool. Hey, have you guys seen outside of your city? Build a wall. <laughs> and make oh, Seattle yeah. pay for it. We are the dollop. We will come back. Um, uh, you know, we'll, like, if you, like, it's raining a lot, so if you, <laughs> so if you want us to sign your car, it's raining. I, I don't know how to get back to the dressing room. <laughs> I literally went off the wrong way, and I've Amaz- been standing Amaz- 
out there and there's nowhere to go. I don't, I don't know where I'm meant to go. I walked off and I was just standing there going, it's cold. <laughs> it's lonely and they're still talking. And Is it that way? Did I come on from that way? Uh, that makes a crowd lot more Crowd surf out of here, Ando. Um, but we thank you guys so much. So if you want a picture or anything signed or whatever, we will, you know, give us a minute. And if it's I left if that door signing open. cars if is hard in the rain. Can shut that door. I left that door. Signing, signing cars is hard in the rain, but you know, we'll. Okay, Dave's saying leave. Thank you guys. We appreciate the shit out of it. Truly. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth. You know, from this. Uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 